You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, February the 2nd, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Internal Police Investigations Unit has opened a probe into last night's gun battle in the Israeli-Arab town of Tamra, in which a bystander was killed in crossfire between police and shooters, and another uninvolved individual was injured. Police have laid an ambush for the gunman following previous shooting incidents in the town, allegedly linked to efforts to extort a local businessman. When the shots broke out, student Ahmed Hajazi went outside to see what was happening and was hit by police fire and killed. A doctor who tried to help him was injured. One of the gunmen was killed, another injured, and a third fled. A new report by IDF Intelligence Unit's Knowledge and Information Center says that the scope of coronavirus spread remains high and it is possible infections are starting to creep up again as well. Hospitals remain under a heavy burden, though there has been a certain easing in recent days. According to the Health Ministry, more than 8,200 new coronavirus cases were reported yesterday for a positive test result rate of 9.2 percent. There are currently some 71,300 known active cases in Israel. 1,094 people are in serious condition, 326 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 4,863 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. Meanwhile, Professor Iran Segal of the Weizmann Institute of Science in Rehovot, who has been tracking and modeling the pandemic, said that there has been a ray of good news in a marked drop in infection and hospitalizations among the group of Israelis over 60 who have been fully vaccinated. Due to increasing infections in the IDF, Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi has canceled weekend leaves for soldiers serving in closed units. However, exemptions will be made for those units defined as vaccinated or green, and their home leave schedule will continue as usual. On open bases, soldiers are instructed to work in shifts in order to maintain capsules and minimize contact. A first rescue flight from Israel to Frankfurt is scheduled to depart this afternoon for Germany and to return to Israel later this evening. The flight, which is being operated by Israel, is fully booked. The government last night approved a daily rescue flight to Frankfurt to collect Israelis stranded abroad by the lockdown airport closure. A Khan reporter says that some 2,000 Israelis are expected to be flown back by the weekend. Some 3,000 requests for permission to fly during the lockdown have been submitted so far to the Exceptions Committee formed to review humanitarian cases. The criteria for permits to leave or return to Israel during the lockdown include medical treatment that cannot be delayed, to attend the funeral of a first-degree relative, to care for a first-degree relative who sustained a grave accident or sudden injury, essential workers, members of government delegations, and emissaries of the state will also be granted permission to fly to Israel. The cabinet meet is due to meet tomorrow to discuss an exit strategy or an extension of the lockdown, which is currently scheduled to end on Friday. Ahead of that meeting, the National Parents Committee has called on the government to reopen the educational system for all ages and to operate along a municipal and school-based traffic light model. 
In other news, in the north, IDF forces detained a shepherd who crossed the border from Syria into Israel. He was transferred for questioning. In the south, an IDF drone on operational activity crashed in the southern Gaza Strip, the second such event in the enclave this week. In addition, a drone crashed in south Lebanon yesterday. The IDF said that in all three of the cases, there was no concern for an information leak. The United Arab Emirates ambassador to the United States, Yosef al-Otaiba, says that his country is looking forward to the visit next week of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to Abu Dhabi, a visit that was twice postponed because of the coronavirus pandemic. In remarks to an online conference of the Washington Institute for Near East Policy, he said that the two of the region's strongest economies that were moving on separate tracks are now meeting together. We want to speak about opportunities and benefits and not just politics. Regarding the U.S. sale of fighter jets to the Emiratis that the new U.S. administration is reviewing, the ambassador said that the deal is still valid and moving forward and has not been frozen. He said that it will also serve the interests of the United States, certainly if it is scaling back its presence in the region. And a security diplomatic cabinet meeting that was scheduled for tomorrow against the backdrop of rising tensions with Iran has been postponed until Sunday. The slated meeting was to be the first of the forum since the Biden administration assumed office. The weather outlook, warm for the time of year. Rain tonight accompanied by isolated thunderstorms mostly in the center and the south. Chance of flooding in streams in the south and the east. Thursday will be colder with local rain over most of the country, chance of flooding in streams in the south and east. Friday, colder. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 18, Tel Aviv 25, Haifa 22, Beersheba 26, and in Eilat going up to 28 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.